Hi, I'm Melanie Barr. Welcome to the She Built It Experience with Melanie. You're here because you want to experience the life and business that you crave. Join me as I talk to women who have successfully built it, a career and business that they love. We dive into the topic of how they built it and talk about everything from having the courage to make career leaps to the details of how to lead effectively, create successful teams, implement strategies for growth, and infuse tech innovation. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. So let's dive in. Allison Brune is a national style and image consultant with clients across the country. She studied at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City. The purpose of her work is to empower women through creating a visual brand and transforming their style to ignite a new path of confidence and independence. Thank you for joining us, Allison. You studied at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City. Did you always know that you wanted to go into fashion and what drew you to it? I did not always know that. I did know that I was very interested in it, but I grew up in the deep South and it was sort of frowned upon to think of yourself, but you were always supposed to be polished and well put together. It was almost like something I kept kept hidden. I decided I've been getting these mixed messages all my life about you have to look a certain way, but you can't let anybody know that you're trying. And I was like, I love it. I want to talk about it. I want to help other women with it. So I went to FIT, like you mentioned, where, you know, Vera Wang, Michael Kors, all these fashion greats went to school and learned about the science behind getting dressed, not just what looks best on you, but why it looks best on you. Isn't it great when we stop thinking about what other people think and just follow what we know? Yes. And then help other people do the same. When I was younger, I had an interesting fashion sense. My mother would say I'd come out of my room and she'd either say yes or no. She would always say you're a trendsetter because I'd wear certain things that a lot of the people around me were not wearing. And then all of a sudden, everyone else started to wear them too. It's interesting how that changes, though, to your point as you get older. Because you have all this confidence when you're younger. And then as you get older, you start caring a little bit more about what people think. You're really brave when you're young. And then you get less brave as you get older when you learn about things that could happen. Or people are always like, don't do that. Watch out for this. It's the same thing with style. You know, ooh, that might be a little bright. Or is that a little too short? Is that all the little questions that you get at home? Or you can just tell when somebody looks at you. They might not be thinking what you think they are thinking too. Right, exactly. And I love that you empower people to be who they are and show that through style. Yes. Tell us about the pivotal moment when you decided to make the leap, like we say at She Built It, and launch your business. I launched my styling business when I turned 50. I decided when my daughter went to college that I've been given this gift of, I don't like the word reinvention, but more time to actually think about what would make me happy and what I could do to make the world a better place. I um, took some time and figured out what I wanted to do. And then the bigger leap was when my daughter and I decided to merge our businesses and she left Barney's, which was an amazing job that she had from the buying team and work with me full time. And it was a leap for sure, for so many reasons, but it's been an an amazing adventure. And you're a mother-daughter duo in your company. How does it feel to be able to work and build a company alongside your daughter? I have nine-year-old twins and I have a daughter too. And I would think it would be so much fun to do something together. 
It's so much fun. They're great things. Obviously, you can say some things to your mother or your daughter that you wouldn't say to a coworker. Also, you know the person well enough that you can tell when it's time to back off or they need a nap or or, or whatever. It is. Maybe you need to take on more. They need to take on more. It's been interesting as the, some of the roles have reversed because of technology. So a lot of times Delia is the one that has to be very patient with her mother. Or she'll say, come on, mom, you can do this. I, I'm you know? sure you bring different skills to the table. Yes, most definitely. Your purpose is to empower women through creating a visual brand and transforming their style to ignite a new path of confidence and independence. I love that. What is your approach to working with clients and how does your approach improve their lives? There are a lot of stylists that say for a set price, you're going to get three looks that are going to work for your body type. But after they are with that style, then they come to me and say, okay, I did that, but I still have nothing to wear. So what I do in my practice is we go deep into why they came to me in the first place. And it's usually not for a fall update in the beginning. It's usually something pretty dramatic has pushed them to the point where despite the fact that they feel like they should be able to get themselves dressed, they, they, they need help at something. And so it can be a myriad of things. It can be a job promotion. It can be a job interview. It can be you're a widow and you want to start over again. It can be someone's moving to New York for the first time and has a tiny closet and has to build a career wardrobe. And then obviously the wedding or executive styling. But usually when we start with one thing, it becomes sort of like this lifetime situation where they reach back out whenever they have something going on, especially if they're busy people. So I go into the closet and we try on a bunch of things and I have a core checklist because what most people do when they go shopping, they don't go shopping for a fabulous looking black pant or the most perfect white silk cami. I mean, you know, they just don't do that. So when you go to their closet, they have all these wonderful statement pieces, but they have nothing to wear. No basics. Right. And they don't even know where to find the basics. I know the basics in their price point at their body type. So once we pull all that in, then we can start putting the looks together. After we do all that, then we talk about, okay, what is still missing that we need in order to make multiple looks? And it might be, you need a gray booty. You can't just wear a black booty with everything, you know, especially these soft neutrals or one piece that literally is the thing that opens up the, the, the gift where they start really getting to play and, and have fun and show their personality. And my goal is to teach them how to dress for themselves. So in the future, when they go shopping, they know, nope, not my neckline, or I love that crop jacket, but with my body type, I need to go towards a longer blazer or whatever it is. And then they can go on and do it themselves. A lot of my clients, so reach out and they're like, I know, I know, you, you know, you told me how to do it myself, but I'm really busy and I'd rather you do it for me. And that's fine too. But that is what I learned with doing this program at FIT, because it really does teach you what the, um, the brain and the eyes of the person who's looking at you are thinking, not like they're judging you, but actually what they're thinking when they see you. And first impressions are so important, but so is the first impression every time they see you. And so is the last impression. People will say, oh, it doesn't matter what coat I'm wearing because I'm going to take it off when I get there. I'm like, that's your entrance to the party. And that's your exit. No, you can't wear the yellow raincoat <laughs> to the black tie then or whatever, right? 
It might be, I feel invisible. We're going to figure out why you feel that way and what we can do to make you not feel that way anymore. Or I feel like people in my office look at me this way. Well, when you wear this, this is how they're thinking. We want your inside to match your outside because if, if it isn't, besides just not being authentic, you're going to be distracted the whole time. You on the inside aren't feeling that you are being honest. I love that you go deeper than just the clothing and the style. And you're right about the way people shop. I just went on a cruise to Mexico and my shopping was cruise driven. We don't always go in and make sure we have those basics and then can build off of them. And how do you think style can make someone feel? Style can make someone feel better than any drug. If you're wearing the wrong thing, you don't leave the house. People have said to me, I just didn't go. I literally sat down and cried and I just didn't go. I had clothes thrown all over the floor. Let me help you. That's such a stressor. You have multiple choices in your closet that you know look good on you from the back, from the side, from the front. They're not too short. They're not too long. They look like who you want people to know you are. And then you feel on the top of the world. I mean, it's crazy how different what you put on your body can make you feel. And people put that last. They put it last when they're doing anything, even when they're not getting married for the wedding day, but for all the parties leading up to it, or especially like the mother of the groom or bride. That's the last thing they think about. And then they're going to panic. Well, what am I going to wear? So true. Because you wait till the last minute at times, and then it becomes stressful rather than fun. Totally. I was working with somebody the other day. She's doing a photo shoot for her new website and she had ordered all the clothes that we talked about and she had tried them on once. But then when she started trying them on again, oh, I didn't realize this fits me like this, or I didn't realize this top was too low. When the clothes fit right and you have the right thing, that also makes the photo shoot fun. Oh, exactly. Instead of a stress. Totally. She also had a speaking engagement. She had multiple things to do. So we came up with the looks. I was like, now I want you to go Google headshots. And I want you to screenshot some that resonate with you. And then I want you to send them ahead of time to the photographer. I want you to send him three words that describe your business outside of the bio that you gave him. And that way, when you walk in, he already will have his creative juices going about how he wants it to look. So you don't walk in there and you are looking at what he's taking and you're like, no, 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 this isn't what I was thinking. So all the steps you can take to guarantee success. And it's the same thing for anything. If you are doing a Zoom interview or if it asks you to speak publicly or make a video, this is about your personal visual brand. Yes. Having a plan is so important. This is great advice from doing family photos to getting photos done for your brand or a speaking engagement. Right. And some of the things you don't think about. This is really resonating because I just went through this. Through COVID, we didn't get any family photos done. And so I have a friend uh, at the beach. She does many family photos. So I said, we are doing it. That day we had a baseball game soccer photos, a soccer game. And I got home and I had 45 minutes to get the whole family together. So I just went through this and I was pretty planned, but not quite planned enough for the 45 minutes. So as you're talking about this, if it's for business, I tend to plan a little more. You're right. It could be such a stressor. You were paying for someone to take pictures of you. And then you're thinking, why didn't I I did not give myself more time for this, but that's why I very much love to take that away from people. And my main advice always is 
give yourself longer than you think you're going to need, especially if you're dealing with kids. So true. So true. And it's funny because I put a shirt on my son and it didn't fit. And I had ordered something on Amazon. It's at the beach. It's in the sand. They were going to have sand all over them by the end of it anyway. And of course, the Amazon was delivered as we were going to the car. The package. I had another shirt that he could wear, but I thought, of course, this happens. My husband hands me the package as we're getting in the car to drive to the beach. That is such a good example. And also have backups for everything, at least in your mind. And also kids are so funny. My son's in this in-between where the his size pants don't really fit, but the next size up don't really fit. So I think that was my biggest problem with the shirt. I thought, well, the shirt, it fit two weeks ago. What happened? Right. Exactly. <laughs> my, my husband's six five, so he's going to be very tall. Oh yeah. Um, he's going to grow. But this conversation is reminding me of, of that moment. Yeah. And I will be honest, I love clothes, but I am the worst shopper. And I think it got worse during COVID. If there's a box that shows up at my house, I am all for it. On your site, you say you support women to take the stress out of getting dressed. Tell us more about how you're able to do this. So when you have the right pieces in your closet, then there's not going to be as much stress getting dressed. So what we do in the front end is go over all that. What is your lifestyle? Why do you have so many cocktail dresses? Why do you have so many workout clothes? What's your everyday look? Well, I just wear that to the grocery store. Well, I just wear that to CVS. Or, I, you know, that's my Saturday clothes. I'm like, okay, we well, have this many Saturday clothes and you have this many in real life clothes. And where do you see most people, especially if you're like a stay-at-home mom, you see them at the grocery store. You see them at CVS. You see them at the soccer field. And you still want to feel good when you're in those places. Right. And what's wrong with a jean and a booty and a great sweater? As a mom of twins, I admit there was a time I had a lot of black in my closet. Exactly. exactly. And then one day you wake up and you think, where is all the color? And it was funny because one day in COVID, I went out and I bought a really bright sweater. I brought a really bright phone cover. And all of a sudden I looked down and I thought, this is a phone cover that like my nine-year-old daughter would have would have bought. But I thought something is telling me I need more color in my life. Something cheerful and bright. And you wake up and you have those moments and you're just ready for more. Sure. Absolutely. The two things I love to watch in the process. One is when, usually when I come, sometimes people burst into tears too, because I say, what are our goals? And if it's a young mom or something or whatever it is. And then when I leave, sometimes they cry again because they're so relieved. <laughs> we always put ourselves last and then we don't give enough uh, ourselves enough time. And if you have the right pieces in there that you can mix and match, for sure, you have these core pieces. And even with those core pieces, you can put together 20 looks. And then when you start adding on your fun pieces with it, there's no limit to how many looks you can come up with. I'm sure it makes your closet much more fun too. entering the closet to get ready to go somewhere. Oh, totally. I was telling my daughter today what it, it's, it doesn't make sense, but it is true every single time. The less you have in your closet, the more you have to wear. And it's fascinating. And usually in the process too, it's, oh, well, now that you've cleared stuff out, I forgot I had this. Look, the tags are still on it. I didn't even remember because it was like crammed in the back. And probably because you focus on the things that you like and the things that you feel good in. Right. Right. Oh, totally. You keep going back to the same thing. So why not have more of those things? Yes. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. What is one way that you make sure to find and live your joy each day? I do what I love. I love helping other women. And I love working with my daughter. Those are both incredibly rewarding. And also I'm an optimist by nature. So if I'm not waking up, getting my coffee, excited about the day, 
then I know I need to check in with myself and say, what's causing you to be anxious? What's going on here? Do you feel like you have too much on your plate? Because that's not my nature. So it's easy for me to find things that bring me joy. We had a meeting about this and we decided that we are going to find a way as entrepreneurs on Saturday. We are literally going to take the day off and do at least one thing that we, that we enjoy and not talk about the business and, and be with friends and sleep, whatever it is that we need to do. And I think, especially for my daughter, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be amazing. As entrepreneurs, it's so hard because normally we go into something that we love to do. And if you love to do it, it's hard to shut it down. And even if that means going to do something fun, or like you said, taking a day of rest, you are building a very fun business. Thank you for empowering women. So great what you're doing. Can you share with us how we can find you? Sure. The hub of our website, which is the style that And it has our podcast sign up for our newsletter that comes out once a week with style edits. And we have 24 seven stylists. That's the things that I'm picking out for my clients right now. So if you feel like you can't afford a stylist or you don't want a stylist, but you're curious to know what's working for other people, you can shop from there. Social media is at the style that binds us. Thank you for joining us today. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me at hello at shebuiltit.com on our She Built It website or at She Built It on social. Thank you to my editor, Rich Streffolino, who always makes us sound good. Until next time, let nothing stop you from experiencing the life and business that you crave.